Hello and welcome back to Panther Pit. This is Riley Stapleton here with John Webb. And um, how are you feeling today? <laughs> <laughs> Ready for the weekend. That's, uh, yes, that's all I gotta say. It has been a long week and a uh, long past couple weeks, and we have a lot to fill you guys in on. Uh, first, we're gonna talk about the swim team, which um, surprise, surprise, eighteen county championships in a row. Yeah, just just ridiculous. I'm pretty sure out of 20 total seasons, mm-hmm. we've had a swim team 18 in a row. Took yeah. two years to get it figured out. <laughs> haven't lost it since I've been alive. That's cr- that's actually crazy to think about. Yeah, I don't know if there's a person in the school who was alive when we lost. hadn't been region that's, champs. That's pretty insane. That's crazy. They have a meet tonight, um, I believe, against Sandy Creek in Fayette County. And um, so far this year, they've won everything by a landslide. They haven't really been touched. I know in the county championship, uh, runner-up was McIntosh, who's about 200 points behind. So um, it's looking good, per usual. Yeah, definitely looking good. Um, I mean, it's not really much else to expect from Stars Mill Swimming. Um, and I think all we, the only other sport we have to talk about now is um, basketball, boys and girls. And that's also been going very well. Both teams are very hot. Boys have won six in a row. Girls have won five in a row. Um, boys, top of the region. Girls, second. Not much to complain about, especially because the only team to not make state playoffs last year from the school was girls basketball, and they are on fire. Yeah, I mean, before the season kicked off, or I guess you'd say tipped off, <laughs> uh, we were kind of chatting about whether or not they'd be able to redeem themselves and figure it out, and hopefully we get all of our teams in the playoffs this year, and looks like they definitely did that. Uh, new coach, uh, Coach Sweeney, a mm-hmm. uh, little bit more experience. It's really working out, looking really good. That that team's got a bright future. Mm-hmm. And 16-5, um, and 8-1 and one in the region, I mean, they've just, it's been a complete turnaround. And it's not really like anyone has aged and like we have a good senior class because, I mean, a couple of our top players, uh, debatably our top three players, at least three of the top four players, are we have one freshman and two sophomores. Freshman Allie Rumpel and then sophomores Alice Ann Hudson and Ashton Lally who have been crazy good. Yeah, and, and what I hear from a word on the street is there's a couple – nice players coming out of the middle school next year and the following year as well uh some some more size to go along with rumple and replace Newstrat a little bit and uh i mean this team's just going to keep getting better mm-hmm. and um i was talking about alisan hudson 13.5 points per game 4.7 rebounds per game 2.5 assists and what stands out to me is three steals per game second in the region i was you stole my uh <laughs> stole my stat there yeah hudson sitting at second in the region in steals and that's just i mean crazy numbers rumple is averaging 11.7 rebounds lally's averaging close to 10 points i mean that that trio right there is pretty good you need to quit stealing my stats. Rumpel's sitting, <laughs> sitting at third in the in the region in rebounds total. And uh, I bet you didn't get this one. Uh, Alyssa Angelo is fifth in the region in steals. So we've got two top five players in steals, and she's sitting at 2.3 per game. So mm-hmm. clearly we're playing some solid defense, especially at the perimeter. And uh, it's going to be a tough tough time guarding and protecting the ball mm-hmm. uh, if you're a opposing team's guard. Uh-huh. Yeah, we uh... – couple games we run full court press against some teams and they just can't get it figured out but uh another thing that stands out to me about hudson stats is only 1.4 turnovers per game rumple at 1.7 lally at 1.7 you know your three top players aren't turning the ball over very much which is also huge yeah i mean that's a that's a massive deal protecting the balls is as important as anything in the game and 
I mean, with with the way they score, the way they pass, uh, protecting the ball is the most important thing that these girls can do. They're as talented as any team they're going to come up against, and I mean, it's that's that's a great sign, especially with how how young they really are. Yeah, in a very they play clean. Only one player that averages over one foul. Wow. Mm-hmm. Everyone is pretty much below one. And, I mean, that's just, you know, only averaging four fouls per game as a team. Yeah, that, that's incredible. Keeping them off the line, keeping the opponent off the line is a big deal as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are free points. And whenever you can just force them to have to play right through their offense and break down the defense, that's that's one way to, to win a, a bunch of games. And one thing that stands out about this team, I don't think you said earlier, is 6-0 and when they're not at their home court playing mm-hmm. away. I mean that's that's an incredible number six and one at home, so mm-hmm. killing at home too. But six and zero away is a big deal. Four and four in neutral sites, but those those two home and away records are really massive for the team. Mm-hmm. And the uh, away record comes into play tonight, huge against Fayette County, as uh, we're going to Fayette County. I believe they're nine and zero in the region, and we're eight and one with our only loss coming in overtime to Fayette County. Yeah, first and second in the region, big, big, uh, big, big time game tonight. We lost by seven points, fifty-seven to fifty, in the overtime game, which was here. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a little bit tougher over in the hostile atmosphere, but uh, I'm sure our girls will come out competitive, mm-hmm. fired up, ready to go, hoping to get that a uh, tie or I guess even it, even it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh. It's kind of like the boys, they dropped that first game to McIntosh, you know, you had a lot of new guys coming in, still kind of figuring out who you are, but luckily the second game was at home, and you kind of had that to bounce back, but now you lost the first one at home, you have to go to Fayette County, but you know, we haven't lost on the road yet, 6-0, so that's always, you know, a good thing to go into it, you know, stats don't lie, maybe we could pull out the win tonight, um... Yeah, I think that's all we have for the girls. Uh, throw one more thing in there. We have three top ten scorers in the whole league, or uh, sorry, in the region. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hudson, Lally, and uh, Allie Rumpel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure all three of those are in double figures. Lally's at nine point six, according so to Max Press. Just so there, she, I think she. Up, we have three in double digits. I think she dropped down last game, but uh, and then two more in the in the next 10. So we've got five players, our whole starting lineup in the top 20. Yeah, and um, but don't let that 9.6 think that she can't put 20 on you. I covered a Whitewater game. She had 21, including 16 points in the first half. Wow. 10 in the first quarter. Um, knockdown shooter, great ball handler, very good guard, once again, only a sophomore. Yeah, I mean, this team's young and just sky's the limit, really. Mm-hmm. As for the boys, um, overall record of fourteen and seven, not bad. I know they played, you know, not the easiest schedule. Uh, seven and two in the region is the big thing. Um, I believe we're either in first in the region or tied with McIntosh. But um, I don't know what the tiebreaker comes down to because we have the same region record, I believe, and each beat each other by ten. So <laughs> I guess maybe it'll be a total points on the year, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're sitting at first in the region. We're one game ahead of McIntosh. Same amount of losses. Both have two losses. We've got seven wins. They've got six. Mm-hmm. But I believe we've played one or two more games than them. Mm-hmm. So I heard they had a game canceled, and that's why right now we're at the top of the region. So it's it's a it's a tight tight race up top. Uh, Fay County's at five and three, so they're not far behind either. Mm-hmm. I mean, a little slip up here or there, and you could see us easily drop to third. Which is why tonight's game is huge against Fayette County. And um, 
we uh, play at Fayette County. The next game, uh, well, we would have played Northgate today after uh, tomorrow, Saturday, but that game has been canceled for all teams, I believe. And so then we really just have Fayette County. Then the next Tuesday at Riverdale when we finish the season at home against Griffin. Yeah, and our first matchup against Fayette County went pretty well. I mean, mm-hmm. won by a 1957-38 earlier in the month. And if that's any sign of what will happen tonight, uh, something to be excited for. That'll be huge for our region standings, like we said. Uh, look, look at watch for Hudson, uh, Allison, those guys to really attack the rebounds. Hudson and had 22 last game, I think. Allison was around 19. Both had double doubles. That had to be one of Nate's first games back as well. Early, early in January. Uh, I think he missed almost all of December, if not the entire month. I know. I think he played in the tournament over winter break and had a 30-point game. Wow. So yeah. he came right back and was ready yeah, to no go. Yeah, no rust on Nate. Um, but, yeah, the when you look at those records, depending on where you play, it's not as much in our favor as for the girls, only three and two away. Undefeated at home, but uh, you know only one more home game left, the final one against Griffin. Then we have the region tournament at Riverdale. And um, teams never won the region. Found that out today. We've never won the region. We were runner-ups in 2006, 2013, and last year. Last year we lost to Fayette County. 13, we lost to Whitewater. And I think it was Noonan in 2006. Different region teams. But, um, I mean, huge opportunity this year to finally win the region. Yeah, last last year's uh, region loss was definitely a heartbreaker. Mm-hmm. No, well, no other way to put it. It but. could be similar this year. How you know Fayette County beat us, we beat Fayette County. Then that final matchup came in the championship, and if it's us and McIntosh again, that'll be a crazy game. Absolutely, and that it will be far away, uh, mm-hmm. but I'm sure we'll travel well, and I, I know they will too. Yeah. So the atmosphere won't be any less than what yeah. it is at home or away. But uh, yeah, I mean, three three games left. Three region games, just got to close out strong. Hopefully, continue this win streak and finish out the season at a nine nine game win streak. That would be huge, and possibility of automatically qualifying for state as well. Yeah, and you want a couple home games in state, being six and zero at home. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, basketball's looking good, swimming's looking good. Uh, sports are definitely trending upwards here at the mill. And uh, I think that's all we have. Anything else you want to add? No, that's it. Just uh, keep it rolling. Yeah, and I um, almost forgot to mention, we sat down with uh, varsity point guard Jake Bishop. And uh, this is his first year as a starting point guard for this team. First year really playing on varsity as he was on the team last year but broke his arm. But uh, got an interview with him, and we're going to send you over to that, and the episode will end with that. So uh, thank you for listening, and enjoy the interview. Hello, Riley here with John, and we're sitting down with senior varsity point guard Jake Bishop. <laughs> How are you doing, Jake? Uh, how about you guys? Doing pretty good. Not bad. Uh, starting off, how did you say the season's gone so far, kind of overall? Um, It's been all right. At the beginning of the year, Nate was hurt, and that was a big missing piece, and we were kind of waiting for him to come back. And then we we lost a couple games in a row. But now we're finally playing good and as a team, and it's been a lot more fun now. So, so far through the season, what do you think has been the hardest game? Um, probably the first Macintosh game. For a couple of us, that was our first time playing like a actually big game with a lot of people there and like playing three minutes, and we lost, so that was tough about it too. And like we had to come back and play the next day. That was tough. 
And is there any game you can kind of put your finger on that was our, our best or biggest win on the year, or a couple of them maybe? Um, yeah, the Noonan game, no one really knows, but that was a really big win. They were really good, and we only won by a couple points. And we played really good as a team. That was one of the first games we played really good. And then, yeah, and then the other Mac, the most recent Macintosh game was it's always great to beat them at home. It's so fun and it's great. Yeah. And you mentioned after the first Macintosh loss, you guys had to come back and play the next day. So how, how does that kind of affect? You? Is that a good thing, bad thing? Does it help you kind of get out of your mind? What What's the deal there? Um. Yeah, it does help you out of your mind, but it's hard to just have motivation to play. Kind of, you're kind of dragging a little more, and then but we ended up in uh, we ended up playing great, and but we still won, so it helped us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Second game against Macintosh, we played Whitewater the next day. It was a little sloppy, but we won, and that was part of this um, six-game win streak, I believe. What's been working on this win streak? Um, we're just playing good. like we're not we're passing the ball well and not being selfish and just getting the ball inside to our two bigs who are dominating and it's been a big help having them playing good. Yeah, and starting in December we kinda of went on a little four game losing streak. What what did that bring to the team? What did you guys have to work through to kinda of get back in the rhythm? How did that help you guys and what did you guys learn from it? Um that can't those four games were tough. We it was a bunch of road games really far. We had to drive about an hour and a half, a couple days. So we were all tired and just playing sloppy. And we kind of have gotten most of the turnovers out of our system. Like, we still have a lot of turnovers, but not as many as those games. And having Nate back help. He didn't play in those games. So it's nice having him back. Um, one thing, uh, one big thing this year is we have a good chance of winning the region, which we've never done. So how big is it? Or how important is it to you to get that done this year? Extremely important. Number most important thing right now is to win the region. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, you're a senior. Uh, how many years have you been with the team? Have you been all four uh, years, or I played all four years. Mm-hmm. The last year was my first year on varsity, and mm-hmm. I broke my arm, so I didn't play. Sitting on the bench. In those four years, what's the most valuable lesson you've learned? Um, I just move on to the next play. Really, I've learned that especially this year, like playing a lot and. If you turn it over, if you just like if you think about it, then you'll have more turnovers. But if you just move on next play, you'll be fine. And it's, you said your second year on varsity last year didn't get a whole lot of time, and then coming into this year, lost like you know one of our starters last year and a couple years previous. What's it been like to have a, the you kind of just get thrown in the fire and get this uh, big role kind of out of just immediately? Has it been hard to adjust? Um, yeah, at the beginning it was pretty hard, but I've had so much fun doing it, and it's been great, and just want to keep it going. And are there any players, uh, obviously the starters, but are there any guys who kind of don't get don't get the right attention as far as stats or anything? Yeah, everyone that comes off the bench always comes in and does a great job. Whoever gets called on does great. We have Max back now. He's a great game against tomorrow and then play good and Mitchell and Zach always play great defense and they come in and everybody everyone knows their role and does it well um big game tonight in Fayette County uh what's the mindset going to that one every game from now on pretty much is kind of like a must win <laughs> because if we win out we have a good chance to automatically qualify for the state playoffs and that would be big mm-hmm <laughs>
I think that would be for the fourth time in school history. Uh, 06, 13 last year and this year. Yeah, yeah. It would be the first time I think we ever would automatically qualify. Mm-hmm. And said it earlier a little bit, but the team's a, definitely a senior-heavy team, a lot of upperclassmen in general. So how does that kind of help you guys as far as uh, just experiencing games, comfort level, athleticism, size, all that? What, what kind of factors does that play over a team with some young talent? It definitely helps a lot because we mostly the most important part is we all have such good chemistry. Like we just work well so well together and pass the ball so well. No one doesn't matter who scores. Like if Drew has twenty points one night, Julian doesn't matter. Like everyone's happy if we win and it's the most important part. Yeah, and here's some of the uh, kind of in the switch here. Here's some of the young guys who you see some potential and might be able to really help once we lose this large senior class. I mean, next year. Jackson Nagley is going to take over the starting point guard, and he's going to be probably do great at it. He's really good and worked really hard. And came with Reese. Reese got pulled up from Derby this year, and we lost a couple players, and he's done great, and will do great next year. And uh, got the two leading rebounders in the region uh, with Hudson and then Nate Allison and his couple of games he's played. What does that do for a team, especially now that Nate's back, but even before then with Drew putting up Consistent double doubles, we are sitting at 16 total, and the next highest team is four. How does that kind of help with those uh, guys really attacking the rebounds and helping out the team? It helps a lot. On defense, we can get uh, me and Clarkson and Julian as guards, and Julian as a forward can get out and start running more because we don't need to really worry about getting the rebound because it's really easy to get it. And on offense, it's great to have extra opportunities to have more possessions when they get offensive rebounds and really, really helpful against some of the smaller teams, especially like Fayette and uh, Whitewater. So uh, we didn't have him for the whole year, though. He was out for a while. And then I remember last game he had 13 in the first quarter. Has he made a big impact being back? Yes, huge impact. He is really he's really good. <laughs> I even saw him showing off some post moves against Morrow. Yeah. Um, I think that's all we have. You got anything else? Uh, that's it. Okay, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we wish you luck on the rest of the season, and um, we'll see you later. All right, thanks for having me.